Hello and welcome. This is Ron Cohen, tax partner with the firm of Greenstein, Rogoff, Olson & Company. We're in beautiful downtown Fremont, California. I've had my cup of coffee and uh, let's, let's go for it. Just the other day came out an article in the Washington Post. The link is in the show notes. And what I wanted to uh, touch on here is you might want to click on that link. If nothing more than look at the first picture that comes up in that link because it is, again, a good article by the Washington Post. And it shows inside the Austin, Texas Internal Revenue Service Center. You know, service centers are different than local IRS offices. Local IRS offices can uh, work with you to uh, take money. You can go in there to file. You can get some low-level advice. If you're in a real problem, you might want to run in there to take care of The service centers are big, five or ten football field big buildings far away. Some ones in Ogden, Utah, ones in Fresno. The one in Austin, Texas um, is uh, very secure. You can't come in there. They don't want to hear from the taxpayer directly. They just want to process the mail. And what I want to point out on this article, if you go in there, they show a picture of the Austin, Texas Service Center using their cafeteria for tax return processing. Not their storage room, not their file room, but their cafeteria. They are so stretched and so lacking in resources that the cafeteria is full. Take a look at that article. It goes through a lot of issues. They're in some ways trying to justify the need for the IRS to have a higher budget. You and I can argue about that. Again, that's a general political issue. I'll say some of it's needed. The IRS is using COBOL, which is a massively old software system that's not even taught in any colleges anymore because it's so archaic. So the IRS can't find people to come in and help them with it. <laughs> so they're, they're dealing with old employees who still remember their 1970 computer training class. But I will say, having activities in the cafeteria of the Austin, Texas Service Center, and I assume if it's that way in Austin, Texas, it's probably that way in Ogden, Utah, in Kansas City, Missouri, over in Philadelphia. I'm sure it's the same everywhere. At least that's better than the way it used to be. Just a year ago, the service centers had tractor-trailer truck trailers stacked up in their parking lots with endless amounts, millions of pieces of unopened mail. So hopefully all that unopened mail has moved from the, the standing tractor trailers, truck trailers, 18 wheelers, you know, the big things on the back into populating their cafeterias one step closer to maybe getting processed. It's a very sad situation. And you, again, you can read the whole Washington Post article if you like, and I would encourage that. Okay. The IRS issued, with no notice, a complete surprise. I had not heard about it in any regard until I saw it flash up on the uh, systems I use to monitor new issuances. This is, if this applies to you, write it down, notice 2022-36. Now, this is an IRS notice, which basically has the authority of law, unless later some judge comes along and overrules it, but I doubt it. This is well within the discretion of the IRS to determine how they're going to apply these rules. 
And let me read the first paragraph. This notice provides relief for certain taxpayers for failure to file penalties and certain international information return penalties with respect to tax return years for taxable years 2019 and 2020 that are filed before September 30th, 2022. So just reading that first sentence, if you have an informational international return outstanding, you may really want to call somebody and get something done by September 30th, 2022. This is COVID related, right? They're saying the world wasn't functioning right. Data was hard to come by. Uh, the accountants were swamped. The lawyers were swamped. People were in a panic. A lot of things got filed late. It looks like with regard to international information returns, and we'll cover the returns that are involved in a moment, you may have a waiver if you get everything in by September 30th, 2022. This notice also provides relief for certain information return penalties with respect to taxable years 2019 that were filed on or before August 1, 2020, and with respect to the taxable year 2020 that were filed before August 1st, 2021, right? So informational returns, normal domestic informational returns, forms 1099 and so forth. There's a lot of them. I won't try to list them all. They were due, the 1099s were due February uh, 1st of 2020 for the 2019 year. They were due in February 1st uh, for 2020, February 1st, 2021, the subsequent year. I might be off a little bit. Don't uh, don't get too excited. In fact, maybe I think it's the end of February. But but they're saying, look, as long as you got them in by August first, if you miss the February due date, we're gonna let it be uh, again because of the panic and emergency under COVID. Now all these things hit the service center. This I can tell you, this is my speculation. The service center employees are buried, as you may have just seen in the picture from the Washington Post that the cafeteria in Austin, Texas is filled with unprocessed returns. So the IRS is saying, you know, it was an emergency. The, the president declared an emergency. People were sick. People were scared to go to the post office. People were scared. So look, as long as you got it in, in a reasonable period of time, let's waive the penalties because it's going to take so much time and effort for the Internal Revenue Service to do the math and do the calculations and send out the letters and assess the penalties. And then all the, all the people involved will claim a reasonable cause exemption to the penalties. And then someone's going to have to read the reasonable cause exemption to the penalty <laughs> and rule on that. And they'll go back and forth. And there's several steps to that. That's a whole nother class. And then even if they fail under the reasonable cause exceptions, then you still got to collect the penalty. And now you have the collections department involved and on and on and on. So they have said, hey, we're overwhelmed. We're going to give a waiver both to the international returns, uh, informational returns if filed before September 30th, 2020, and to various domestic informational returns if filed by August 1st of the following year. In other words, that you've already done it. You were just late. If this applies to you, please read every word of this notice. Contact your tax preparer, your tax attorney, and uh, see if it helps you. So let's go through quickly. You know what what forms are involved in this. Again, it it goes through how the president declared an emergency. People were trying to do the best they can. COVID was horrible. 
This is all quickly going through the ruling. They're talking about Form 1040, Form 1040 NR, Form 1040 for Puerto Rico, Form 1040 SS for certain self-employment tax issues, Form 1041 for trust, 1041N, U.S. income tax return for electing Alaska Native Settlement Trust. Not too many people have that, but it's good to know. 1041FQFT, trust return for qualified funeral trust. Okay, don't see many of those. Form 1120, big one. That's corporations. Form 1120C, Form 1120F, that's for foreign corporations doing business in the U.S. Form 1120FSC, which is for foreign sales companies. That's a whole transfer pricing thing. Very special import-export type situation. 1120H, they just filed one of those for a homeowner's association. 1120L for life insurance companies. 1120ND, nuclear decommissioning. Okay, all right. That's, I'm getting too excited about this. Okay, Form 1066, a REITs, 1040PF for a private foundation. There's lots of those. Okay, now here's a big one, Form 5471. That's for a U.S. person that owns over certain amounts of a foreign corporation. The penalties are absolutely horrendous for filing that late. Form 3520 and 3520A for a foreign trust. Again, horrendous penalties for filing that late. So if you have an opportunity to cure that penalty by getting something in by September 22nd, 2022, a date that is like, uh, you know, 20, 25 days ahead of this date, boy, something to consider. Form 1065 for partnerships, Form 1120S for S corporations. So it's pretty broad. I mean, it's extremely broad. Again, what was the motivation? They're dying at the service center. They can't handle it. They don't want to send out all these penalty letters and then have to deal with the appeals and deal with collecting the penalty. They're just saying, if you meet these parameters, uh, you fit the dates, you're getting a pass because the world was thrown up into a panic by the COVID pandemic, and they're leveraging off the fact that the president declared a national emergency. This is a good ruling. A lot of the uh, things the IRS does makes things worse, worse for all of us. This is something that was better. And I remember this was uh, March of 2020 when the pandemic was spreading like wildfire and the state after state was locking down, shutting down, declaring emergencies. And uh, the Secretary of the Treasury, Stephen Mnuchin, got up at a press conference. I'm a nerd, right? So I watched this stuff. <laughs> and he said, now you better remember to file all your international filings on time and all your 1099s and all this other stuff. Make sure that you, you get all this information in because, because uh, you got to do it. And I know me and my peers, we looked at each other. Look, my client's not even answering their phone, uh, especially anything having to do with a foreign country. Uh, they are completely locked down. They're not answering their phones. Uh, this is a problem. And so I'm old enough and observant enough and following this stuff to say, well, good. A number of years later, they have reversed themselves to a bit uh, for a good reason, because nobody intentionally got involved with this COVID stuff. And it certainly did get in the way of everyone's business. So that's what I have to say about uh, the widespread penalty waiver. Be very sure to look at IRS Notice 2022. Again, IRS Notice 2022-36. Extremely, extremely helpful for uh, some people. 
And that, I believe, is it for this week. So thank you for your attention. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much. I'm at Greenstein, Rogoff, Olson & Company, and we're happy to help. Bye-bye now. 